Keen to see how this week uh, unfolds for the Collingwood situation, which, uh, look, I still don't um, feel there's enough attention being paid to the fact that two AFL-listed players are on A-test samples with uh, a substance prohibited by uh, the WADA policies, and that being Josh Thomas and Lockie Keefe. Um, they have basically been ostracised by their footy club, and, and they've chosen to be ostracised, if you listen to the people at the club, for various reasons. And, and one reason they're saying is, guys, that uh, the club itself does not want to know what their story is going to be when it comes out. They don't want to be uh, potentially subpoenaed in some court uh, drama down the track. Now, that's fine. And and look, I believe there are legal um, impediments to Collingwood having much contact with these players. But I can also state as fact that if this was... Pendlebury and Cloak who we're dealing with, and not Thomas and Keith. that there would be a whole different approach to how this is playing out. They would be embraced, they would be looked after, because they would have a future at that footy club beyond um, the, the two-year ban that they're, they're facing right now, and if and that's on a good case scenario, because as it stands, it could well be a four-year ban. So, so is that the minimum, too? Well, that's the, basically what it's going to come down to, Brian. Um, the four-year ban does stand. It's a new policy, and as it stands, that particular substance can be dealt with by four years. What we believe is going to happen, this is where this story has, has moved into in the past maybe four to five days, maybe a week, that it's going to be viewed as much as an illicit drugs problem as it is a performance-enhancing drugs problem. And, and that's because the guys themselves, Keith and Thomas, are retracing steps as to how clenbuterol got into their system of particular interest to Keith and Thomas and those around them is what they happened to do at the St Kilda Festival so, so or at a bar in St Kilda two days before the drug test. So what you're effectively suggesting is that they've taken maybe an illicit drug that has this clenbuterol in it. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, look, that, that is the talk that's coming out of this situation, Brian. Now, again, I'm happy to... I want to hear from them what their what their story is, but there is absolutely no doubt, and whether it's somehow got in there inadvertently through through any means, and I still want to hear their story until we know that. But, but look, we've now had the AFL Chief Executive Officer, Gillan McLaughlin, effectively refer to this as an illicit drugs problem when he said he's going to review the policy as part of a conversation around this matter. Now, that was last Monday on TV on, on the couch. We had the Collingwood coach, even uh, on the weekend, post-match, refer to this being an illicit drugs problem issue, or illicit drugs policy issue. Now, when it first came out, it's a, it's a WADA slash ASADA issue because of the use of clenbuterol. Now we're having the commentary morphed into an illicit drugs policy. So that's where it's at, BT. And, and, it's, and it's hard to believe that Gillen would have come out and, without saying it, that they need to review the rules of the illicit drugs policy, that he said it. Now, he wouldn't say that on the basis of, you know, one or two guys testing positive, uh, etc. He has to have said it for a reason. And I think the reason that he may be suggesting that we need to get tight on the rules of yep. illicit drugs right is on. that could be a bomb. they are expecting a rise in positive drug tests. I'm thinking Ooh. there could be a rise of 20 to 30 tests Ooh. that are due out in a, in a month or two, Damon. I think yeah, they're normally that, mid-year. That's the time frame. Early, yeah. early year. So, so hang on, just back over there. So my numbers are suggesting that the Jim. tests, the positive tests, 14 was the last result we got from 2000. 14%. 14 individuals. 14 individuals. Yes. It could be as high as 50, Ooh, I'm suggesting, 50. in the next lot of, uh, of, of test results. So now, he saved something It's up. just a guess. But, he um, saved this for after the but, first uh, hour. But I'm just thinking that that... <laughs> this is almost a little scud. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. bigger hey, than that. That's, that's a little... That that here it comes. The oh, first. Is. His first one now for the year. Game. So, just, so uh, you reckon 50 positives. That's a lot of tests, Peter. Well, guess what? The players need to nick off. And Gill is saying that to them. He's saying to them, 
You guys have been in charge of this illicit drugs policy. Congratulations on being a, a, a workplace that has delivered an illicit drugs policy. Done it together. It's been a and joint. And don't cop the nonsense that it's one of the few in yeah. the world. You go to a mine anywhere in Australia, you're yeah, tested. You, you go and drivers, join the emergency service. Box. Pilots. Players, yeah. you're bloody kidding us. They're absolutely <laughs> kidding themselves. They think they're the only ones subjected to this. It's absolute, absolute garbage. They need to, let me tell you, yes. Gary, the three strikes. Zero here's, tolerance. Here's my three strikes. First strike. Yes. Right? Yes. First strike. This is it. Out. Four weeks, yep. 20 grand. Second strike, six months. Third strike, see you later, mate. Mm. Now, if they have nothing to fear... If they have nothing to fear, why not have tough strikes like that and penalties like that? And I'll tell you why not. Yes. Because they have something to fear. Well, they And do. I'll tell you something else, Gary. Yeah, I'll tell run. you something it's else. Beautiful. Beautiful. I, like, I don't mind it. Not only the players, but the people in the high places of footy, not necessarily the highest, but as you go up, oh. I don't reckon they'd test... Uh, to what? <laughs> and I'm telling you, Gary. What? Spud. How high BT? CEOs, uh, executives, directors oh, no, all around the world yep. are into the same stuff no as young players are. And I tell you what. Nola Gay style. Uh, <laughs> for someone to sit up there and say, this is what we're going to do. These are the new illicit drugs uh, penalties. And, it, and he's thinking to himself, I'm on them. Oh! <laughs> Oh, no. How can you do that? You know, not necessarily in our sport, but that could be happening anywhere in the world, Damo. And I'm telling you. BT, you are and saying the, this about our sport. And no, just, just Damo, I'm just saying that, uh, you know, the drug world, they all know each other. And, I don't um, think you've taken this conversation. I mean, nah, it's hey, about, it was a player I'm issue just first saying, and foremost. So, I'm just saying the rule. Forget about the strikes and the yarn report and Psycho has a bit of a chat to you and then you, go, you move on and then your doctor has a bit of a chat and then mum gets told. Forget about all that garbage. Penalised, bang. What, yeah, no, I'm you, actually on your side you with that. So you want these guys named publicly after yes, one because, strike? Because if you do that, Gary, yes. what will happen is mm-hmm. the, the, you the might... player will get publicly humiliated, but also his teammates will say, it's just like any suspension, mate. We can't afford yeah. to have you out of the side. You what know, the hell are you doing? Yeah. And they'll stop taking it. Are you not at all concerned for the welfare of a young boy who makes, who makes a, a mistake, mistake and then he's public- what, he makes a mistake of... Having a bit of a drug. having a snort. That's well, right. That's, that's a crime. It's an illegal that's drug, yeah, just like it is to rob a bank. That's exactly right. That's exactly what I'm saying. Well, a young get... man who's made a mistake, you are happy for him to be named, shamed, plastered across every newspaper in the country, and hang the consequences. I'm, I'm happy for him to have four weeks off and have a bit of a think about it and don't do it again. Well, then, there w- then you are naming him. You are. So to give yes. him four weeks, you know, but that's all right. Well, but but after he's named him, then he can go and get his help. We've now had this policy now for about 10 years, give or take one or two. Mm-hmm. What we've now discovered is it has become a, a harbour for drug use. So I'm with Brian Taylor on this. A harbour, yeah. It is, it is protecting... You've taken a few leaps, you boys. Oh, just Gary, this. I had this view before well, Gary, they introduced this policy. It's not working. The yeah. way the players have set it up, yeah, it's not working. Yeah. So players have had the opportunity under this... Um, uh, testing, they've had the chance to set the guidelines of where they want the illicit drugs policy to go. Guess what, players? Yes. What you have formed hasn't worked. So, so foregone the opportunity. So to move have... aside and allow Gillen and the Chiefs to come in and set some stringent uh, policies. They won't, they won't agree to it, though, Brian. That's the issue. And that, that's where this is now at. Why? The players won't agree to a testing mechanism. Yeah, but mechanism. take it out of their hands. But they won't agree they to it. Brian. They actually. Well, they're going to go on strike. 
Well, they, reckon, that, that will, will be an argument. They'll, nah. they'll throw up. I reckon the AFL delegates, the players themselves, with the AFL, need to get in the room. I reckon the AFL de- delegate at each club, they need to work it out because they need to support their friends. And I, I agree with BT. It's actually selfish for a player. And I'm sure the, the other Collingwood players oh, would be yeah. devastated with those two guys. Be yes, filthy. they feel sorry for them. They've got empathy for them. Hmm. But they've let them down. There's only 40 on a list. Hmm. So it's just not how, working. How familiar, and I, I've loved this debate. I'm not being facetious at all. How familiar are you with the world that these young blokes live in? I'm only going through my daughter's eyes well, on this one. And I'm going through, I have three sons at the drug taking age, Gary. And uh, I talk to them on a regular basis. Well, that's, that's, what, that's good. Daily. Uh, I, I they say, tell me about yes, what happens. Yes. And I, I suspect. Yes. Have. Uh, good knowledge mm. and it's not good it's mm. not good no, what's it's going it's on out there very bad. No, well, well my point good. the reason i ask this is because you are coming from an informed mm. viewpoint Absolutely. where there are others that comment on this yes. with no yes. understanding of what goes on in the real world very true none I think the rules should be made by those at the age that know what's going on. But. Well, it's going to be interesting, Bristol, because we did touch on this earlier on the weekend, Damo. Yep. And the AFLPA and Paul Marsh have a much more militant view on things than maybe what's happened in the past. Mm. There is an enormous collective bargaining agreement coming. Correct. Where they want a paradigm shift in what happens. So my feeling is this. If Gill and the AFL want to get any of this through, they might have to move on some of this other stuff, otherwise they won't get it through. Hmm. So there's suddenly a game being played that yep. mightn't have been played earlier. And the time frame on that, JB, is, is over the next two years. They've effectively got uh, 2015 and 16 sorted out by way of a, yeah. amendments to the CBA. But come end of 2016, when the new broadcast rights comes into play, that's going to be the absolute a, most crucial element to, to what happens between the players about, and the league. What about one random hair test per year for every player? Well, I guess you're then getting into the... The logistics and the economics of it, Brian. And I don't have the answer. But they're doing they're doing a couple of thousand tests now. Yeah, and just to cut in there, for, yeah, for cutting there, people who don't understand the system totally, the hair testing, which is done effectively off season now, doesn't count as a strike on a player. It is done well, to establish behavioural patterns within a football club. I that should be a strike, though. I, I agree. I, could I just can't believe it's but, but, but as I've said, it's not, and BT, it's, not a, it's not a drugs policy. It's actually a drugs code of conduct. I'm going to run your policy. tape over this last 20 yeah. minutes. You're going to get some stuff from Brian. Yeah, it's a crime. Hey, Brian. Hey, Brian, I love having you back Brian. for this very reason. No fluffing None. or sugarcoating, but I just want you to run the tape over it. Yes. Do, not turn, up with, do not turn up with shit in your stream, That's it, Brian. I'm with you. Because you should be penalised if you do. And all the way to the top. Yep. Let, let, well, yeah. We need to get <laughs> of, of any sport or, <laughs> of any sport. or corporation. Around the world. Yeah. <laughs>